Hi there, I'm Stan Baker, one of the hosts for Circle Forum, along with Shelley Steele and Steve Young. And in this episode, we discuss how a breakfast program that moves to become part of the school day actually can improve school attendance by an average of 6%. What I really enjoyed listening to in particular was how many connections there are between Breakfast After the Bell and conversations and community building that is so much a part of restorative practices. And I think that learning and understanding more about when and how we run these breakfast programs is really important because as this research shows, it actually can improve student attendance. Now, if you currently have a breakfast program and you have student attendance concerns, then this episode is for you and your school. Some of the main topics we're going to be covering are in the school day, a breakfast becomes like a family meal, something many students don't experience. And secondly, I think it's time for our thinking to change and to recognize that the time that we spend in the breakfast program is actually time well spent with students. At the end of this episode, be sure to visit our website, www.restorative.ca. We've got lots of resources there. If you want more information about restorative practices, send me an email, stan at restorative.ca. If you enjoy this episode, you can subscribe on YouTube, Circle Forum. And now let's join the conversation with Shelley, Steve, and me, Stan. We're looking at some research about breakfast programs and moving breakfast after the bell, as opposed to before the bell. In this particular study, reduced chronic absenteeism by six percentage points. Just that move, 15 minutes after the bell. And that was in elementary and rural schools. So that's, you know, when we, we often talk about in attendance, about getting to the kids when they're younger, because that's when the habits are started. So if you're already starting to correct some of those attendance issues in elementary school, you're ahead of the game. Yeah, and that jumped out for me as well. The rural school piece jumped out for me as well, because when we think about it, you know, even kids that are, you know, this is a, this is a tier one good for all thing. A lot of the kids are coming to school every day. They're not they're not even they're not even falling into the chronic absenteeism thing. But they're hungry because if you're in a rural area, you might be on a bus for an hour, hour and a half. In northern Ontario, there's a two hour bus ride is not uncommon, unfortunately. And so even if they are getting up and they're having a full breakfast at home, that might be six thirty in the morning. And by the time they get to school, it's now nine nine thirty. The bell starts. And these kids are hungry. And the idea of the elementary, I mean, kids are growing at that age. They need to eat. They can't eat at 6.30 in the morning and be expected to last until noon. And so they're they're hungry by 9.30 and 10 o'clock after the bell has rung and the day has started. And they're there. And so you can see where they might start to become an absenteeism issue if they can't get fed at school. They're just going to stay home or they're going to miss the bus on purpose or whatever because they're hungry. And so I, that's where I, that rural piece jumped out for me as, again, maybe it's obvious to me because I live in a rural area, but I worked in rural schools and kids are hungry by the time they get to school. What caught me too, though, is when you move it after the bell, you have kind of a, it's a family meal, right? It's real community building, which is what re restorative practice is all about. It's an opportunity for students and teacher to have informal conversations, just about connecting about how their day has been going, what's been happening so far, and how many students don't have 
the opportunity to sit down with family for meals? How many kids just eat off on their own? So this is a real opportunity to experience the breaking bread, sharing food in a family style setting. And again, how many lessons of those of you that do eat at a family table every night, you know how many lessons go on during that time and all the connecting that goes on during that time. And so this is recreating that as well. It really is a change in thinking. And that's what the article does address, a change in thinking that this is time well spent. Not a, oh gosh, we got to take 15 minutes now and you know the kids are going to make a mess, et cetera, et cetera. It's the change in thinking that this is part of our day and that the benefits that it does provide. It's intentional relationship building using a fairly informal relationship approach, I think, that could be very, very beneficial to mm -hmm. the students and to the teachers. And meeting a very basic need, mm -hmm. which we know needs to be addressed for. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is an American study and American schools are set up somewhat different than us in terms of just their, their physical plant and structure. In Ontario, kids eat in the classrooms. There are, is no cafeteria. There's a few old schools kicking around that might have a cafeteria, but for the most part, in elementary school, the kids eat in their classrooms and they eat with their classmates. And so again, to, to your point, Stan, this is a chance to sit around a table with your classmates and eat and have a conversation about all sorts of stuff that isn't necessarily related to curriculum. Uh, it could be about weekends and TV shows and favorite you know, video games, but at the same time, have that community of, of we're, we're all together. And you know, teachers make up their seating plans and who gets to sit with who. And so this might, this idea might change how te teachers think about their seating plans and who sits with who during that breakfast after the bell time, go and sit with whoever you want to sit with, or, you know, throw the, the seating plan out, out the window so that kids can move around. And I know teachers listening to this are, are probably going, oh my goodness, there's going to be mess. Kids are going to be moving around the classroom. There's going to, they're going to drop their yogurt on the floor and stuff. And maybe so, but maybe the benefits far outweigh those, those few little things that happen along the way. And I know it'll drive teachers crazy and caretakers crazy working through those logistics of it all. But I think the benefits far away all those logistical concerns. Well, I think that it's an opportunity actually for kids to learn how to pick up after themselves and what even that pick up after others. We have to tear, care about our community in terms of who the other people are, but we also have to take care of our community in terms of the physical space that we're in. And we're not going to get started until the physical space is at a point where everybody can can be there without stuff on the floor, without the yogurt still slip sliding around, like all that stuff needs to be clean. And, and to learn how to do that, I think is absolutely crucial. Kids can't learn in a messy environment. They just can't, right? And so they need a certain amount of structure and order and cleanliness that this provides. What I also really, really like about um, moving breakfast after the bell is that it's it brings in this this big equity piece that Everyone has the opportunity to have something to eat, not just people who've been identified for, you know, additional support, but everyone has that opportunity. So what's a, a, a simple restorative thing that could be done to implement this research? Well, I think if you're going to start to have breakfast after the bell and allow students to eat through the morning or different times, and a lot of schools allow kids to eat whenever they're hungry all through the day, that maybe it's a good time to have a class discussion about what you were talking Stan, about how are we going to make this work and be productive? What's our classroom community going to do to support this, to make sure it works. And that's that whole class circle. Let's talk about 
what's happening. And then if things are messy, if the teacher comes back and there is yogurt on the floor, let's, let's circle up people. Let's talk about what's going on here. It doesn't seem to be working. What can we do to make sure it works? So I think there's a lot of, of community connection that needs to be made and it needs to be made in a structured way. And that's a class circle and talking about it to set the ground rules to make sure it's going along. Talk about the menu, if nothing else. Hey, we're getting tired of these granola bars. Can we get something different? Okay. I found that out from talking to my class about it. So, you know, I think there's a, a great way to use restorative practices and circles to keep that breakfast after the bell going and being productive for everybody. So every drop container of yogurt is actually an opportunity for a restorative conversation. There about, you go. So how are we dealing with spills that people make spills, people make yeah. mistakes. How do we go about, what can we do to clean it up? All those kinds of things that build community. I was in the school I was in last year. It was, it was, um, every classroom had a snack bin that was constantly being replenished. And, um, the kids were quite open to just going and getting something when they're hungry all through the day. The other thing that you've probably noticed in a lot of schools lately is water bottles. Kids are allowed water bottles. COVID brought this into huge um, focus because, you know, we didn't want kids going to fountains and so on. And so they could, we have a lot of schools have these water bottle filling stations now and kids would bring their own fill, refillable water bottle from home and they've got it on their desk now and they can drink whenever they're thirsty. They can just sit there with their water bottle and they can go refill it. And so the days of teacher, may I go get to a drink from the fountain, those days are gone. So I think, you know, we're, we're starting to move in that direction that kids are hungry and they need to eat when they're hungry and they need to drink when they're thirsty and stop trying to use it as a way to control them through their day. Right. Because you're teaching them, really, you're teaching them to listen to their bodies. They're teaching them how to manage the situations, how to be good citizens by cleaning up. There's a whole lot that goes into the, the time of eating together. Never mind. We know, we know this has been researched for decades that we need food to learn. It's a basic need and it needs to be addressed before we can move on to other tasks during the day. As a child and youth counselor, you know, being called in to support a student while Min was dealing with another situation after a fight or after a blowout, the first thing I would say is, have you eaten today? Because let's do that, and then we're going to talk about the big stuff that has to happen. But, you know, it's 11 o'clock, and sometimes they haven't eaten today, and now we're going to be managing big issues. So it's a very basic question to ask anybody, particularly if they're struggling. What I, what I absolutely love about this research is every school has some type of a breakfast program. Just move it into the school day and watch attendance improve as a result of that. It might be 6%, it might be 20%, but watch that small change make a difference in how many kids come to school. I think that's phenomenal. If you love data and if you love numbers and if you're interested in student attendance and if you want to build your school community, you want to check out the data, which shows an average of 6% improvement in attendance with some schools improving by as much as 16%. It's a practical change that fits with restorative circles and a relational approach to students. Find out more about our work with circles at www.restorative.ca. Email me, stan at restorative.ca, and let's make the change to recognize that this is time well spent for students' sake.